Hi everyone, welcome to a comics-loving edition of Words, Images, and Worlds. Delighted on this episode to be talking with comics creator, author Mark Bertolini. Mark, welcome to the podcast, and thank you for joining. Thank you very much for having me, Jason. I appreciate it. Yeah, I, I believe you and I did a written interview a few years ago when I was working on a blog and still working on the blog every now and then, but um, the podcast seems to be sort of the additional step from that. So thanks for connecting there as well as here. And yeah, yeah. I I will mention a couple of your works at the beginning and then we can sort of circle back around to anything that you'd like to mention as well. Um, Probably the most interesting title and the one that I love the most is Bigfoot Frankenstein. Bigfoot Frankenstein. Love that combination of ideas. Love the creativity, the the style of it. Um, and then you have some lighthearted fare, like um, Scum of the Earth and uh, <laughs> Knowledge yeah. and uh, Feeder, um, you know, strictly bedtime story stuff. Um, and Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and I'll also mention that you've worked in the world of Grimm. So um, those are a couple that bubbled to the surface for me, but um, we'll also talk about some of your favorites as well and see if we have some alignment there. Uh, curious by means of an origins question, what has connected you to the world of comics? What made you kind of go comics? This, this is the space for me. You know, I mean, I, I, I've been reading comics for as long as I can remember. I mean, I, I always say I basically, I think, I think I learned how to read from reading comic books. My parents just used to have random comics around the house, like old, like Marvel two in one, you know what I mean? I don't, I have no idea where they came from. I don't think they know where they came from. They were just there. Yeah. And, you know, I always love the, the the combination of words and pictures. I was, a, you know, I was a big reader when I was a kid. So, um, yeah, comics were kind of, like, perfect for me. Um, mm-hmm. And it wasn't until I was, I don't know, 12 or 13, I think, it was when that first, the very first wave of uh, image comics came out, right? With, like... Yeah. Young Blood and Wildcats and all those things, and I was like, "Oh, people make up their own comics." Like I, I had, you know, it hadn't occurred to me before that that that's how it was done. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I was like, "Well, oh, these guys are making up their own comic books. Like they're making up their own characters." And I was like, "I, that sounds fun. I'd like to do that." Mm-hmm. And you know, it was kind of off to the races ever since. Yeah, cool, cool. I I also uh, got introduced to comics just a few years before the image boom and. Uh, then the comics bust, of course, but um, then, you know, of course, Image has survived and the the kinds of stories there, they, they were just revolutionary and continue to be really interesting. Oh, yeah. I mean, the majority of stuff I read these days, I find is is from Image. So, you know, whatever, 30 years later, I think it is now, like, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's kind of crazy. And I mean, coupling that with I, I, I found that there was a comic book store, like a 10 minute walk from my house. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. so that was, you know, I ended up spending all of my time and money there for the next yeah. <laughs> 10 years plus. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, curious about the kinds of stories that draw you in, um, the, the kinds of worlds that you like to create. Because as I mentioned, um, and, and somewhat tongue in cheek, there there's some darkness that sort of weaves in there, um, w- which makes sense given your reading history, too. I think so. Yeah. I mean, 
the first comic that I ever read where I was really like, you know what, like this is not the kind of thing I'd like to make was Preacher. Right. Prior to that, I was like, you know, like I, you know, I would make up superheroes and I would, you know, my own, my own superhero characters and things like that. But when I read Preacher, I was like, wow, this is actually like a really smart comic book. Like, you know, it's, it's, it's meant for, for, you know, for grownups, you know, it's smart and it's funny and it's, it's scary. And that was really kind of the catalyst, I think, for me to be like, you know, to start to develop like maybe real stories as opposed to just, here's a team of superheroes and they're fighting a team of bad guys and there's no real reason for it. You know, that was very, uh, very much those image early days where there wasn't a whole lot of story. It was just a lot of flashy art. Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, now I mentioned several titles of yours, Yes. but, uh, any particular favorite experiences so far for you that you'd like to mention? Well, you, I mean, you mentioned Bigfoot Frankenstein, which, which is one of my favorites. Um, it, it was such a pure collaboration between me and Vernon Smith, uh, the artist, um, just because of like the kind of tongue in cheek sort of, um, you know, it, it was a more lighthearted story and it, it was designed that way. It was meant to be, you know, it was something that I hadn't really done before doing something that had a little, you know, where the stakes weren't so high all the time. Um, and just working with Vernon in that, you know, I would give him some the ideas and, you know, and he would, he would illustrate it. And he also, he also lettered it, but I was going back in and, and adding all of this fourth, you know, fourth wall breaking stuff that happens throughout the whole, the whole book to the point where, you know, as I'm writing it, you know, I'm, I'm laughing. Like, you know, I, I, I think this, this, this stuff is, is funny. And I really hope, uh, you know, it connected that way with readers as well. But yeah, Bigfoot Frankenstein is definitely one of my favorite books of my own um and the other one uh is the argus Mm -hmm. Oh yes, yes, uh-huh. so the argus was a, was was a an idea that i had had oh god probably 20 years ago uh and it, you know it went through a lot of different uh permutations before it finally you know i was finally able to get it out into the world but uh it, it's it's another one that's that's right up there for me in terms of You know, I hate to say like my high watermark because I I would hate to think that that's 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 my peak. But as it stands right now, it's it, it's it's you know it's one of my favorite things I ever wrote, Yeah. and it it felt you know it felt smart to me, and I and I <laughs> I don't always feel that my own work is that smart sometimes. So, um, you know, there's there, there's a lot of guys getting punched in the face in my comics. So, um. Yeah, the the Argus really felt like a like a bit of a different take on, you know, my normal my normal work. So, Yeah, yeah. Well, and for what it's worth, I know um, people are sometimes their own worst critics. I just read yesterday that Gary Oldman said his performance as Sirius Black was like mediocre. And I'm going, what? Wow. <laughs> so um, as the artist, uh, yeah, I appreciate your work. So, um, yeah. And, and sometimes we're our own worst critics in that way. But the Argus definitely uh, stands up for sure. Um So you mentioned those collaborations and I'm curious about people along the way that have kind of been helpful from the the creative journey as a reader to now um, crafting these these visual worlds in comics. 
like in terms of like people that I've worked with, I mean, mm -hmm. or, or supported uh, folks along the way as well. Yeah. I mean, my, you know, I guess the first one would be my wife who uh, mm. always encourages me, even if she maybe doesn't really understand what it is that I'm doing. Um, she's not, she's not a big comic book fan, but she, she's very, she's very supportive and encouraging and in, in doing what I do. Um, you know, I've, I've been really lucky that I've worked with a lot of really great artists, right? Like I have a lot of everything, everything I do is a, is a collaboration. Like I try to include the artist's vision, the artist's ideas, because, you know, without them, I, I, you know, I have nothing. So, um, guys like Vernon Smith that I did Bigfoot Frankenstein with, uh, Daryl Nickram, who I did the Argus mm -hmm. and feeder, he and I worked on, on both of those, those books together. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, uh, Rob Kunenberg's who I did Scum of the Earth with, um, Jerome Akem, who I, who I did, you, you mentioned knowledge. So he mm -hmm. and I did that. that, that, that was a while ago. We actually have a new book, uh, a new graphic novel called the man who shook the earth, which is done. Uh, we just need to, you know, 2024 is going to be the year that I find a home for it. Nice. Uh, it's, uh kind of like the the i don't want to say my final word on superheroes but sort of in that it's like this kind of like almost pure distillation of all my superhero ideas superhero loves mm -hmm, in mm -hmm. in one book so I'm, I'm i'm excited to get to to get that out in, into the world but yeah i mean really i'm you know i've been very fortunate to work with so many great artists who really bring you know their very best you know a game every time mm -hmm. yeah and um I i've heard from a lot of writers that talk about like that moment that you imagine something and then you share it with an artist and it comes back and you're like oh this is this is even better than what i imagined so uh i i would imagine you've had some experiences like that along the way too oh absolutely you know yeah it's easy to come up with an idea you know what I mean? Like it, it, the ideas aren't the hard part. It's that, you know, putting the work in to make the idea into something more is, is kind of the, is, is the actual work, but mm -hmm. coming up with just an idea, I always think to myself, like, if I can, if I can get an artist to go, Oh, okay. Like, that's cool. Let's, let's do that. That's, you know, that's job number one, right. Is to get the artist excited about it. If, cause if the artist is excited about it, it's going to translate on the page mm -hmm. and you know, that eventually, uh, you know, a reader is going to feel the same way because mm -hmm. the artist is the first reader of, of anything that I, that I do. So, um, you know, if, if I can get them on board, if I can get them, you know, to have a little bit of skin in that game, then I know we're, you know, on the right track. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, anything you, you mentioned that idea of like cultivating ideas and starting with the idea and building it um anything about your process that you'd like to share or um kind of the what fuels the creativity i don't you know <clears throat> excuse me I don't, I don't know if i have an actual process to be honest i um i i write down a lot of just random bits of information that i come across interesting phrases or interesting you know interesting words you know and i and i email them all to myself mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and every so often i'll go through that list and i'll be like i don't know what i was thinking about some of this stuff like and and dump it then sometimes i'm like oh okay that's that's kind of a cool idea but there's it's not a story right so 
that stuff will sit there and then eventually you know uh if i'm lucky enough uh, another idea will present itself and then it'll sort of combine with one of those previous ideas and i'm like oh, okay that that's more than just two ideas that there is a story in there somewhere mm -hmm. um and then it's just a lot of digging around to try and figure out what that story is um i'm 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 better at it now than i used to be after you know cuz i I've, I've been doing this now um 2024 will be my like, 10 years that I've been getting published work done. So nice. um, I'm, I'm a little, it's a little easier for me to recognize, I think, if something has some legs or not. Mm -hmm. And um, I can, I, I, I'm a little better at, like, at, at forming ideas into, into something that might become a story one day. And I, and I can hold a lot more of it in my head than I used to. I used to have to write it. Everything had to be written down when I yeah. first started. Every every piece of every information I had, I you know, I, I was the notebook king. I had notebooks, you know, piled up. I could have made a throne out of them. Um, I can hold a lot more of it in my head now. So uh, I don't, I, you know, it's not it's not such a, a a tedious thing anymore. But it's yeah. In terms of of, of process, it's really just a lot of ideas colliding with each other and eventually you know becoming something else mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah um oh i was gonna go somewhere else there and it just left my head but um <laughs> you mentioned that you have uh the man who shook the earth is that is that the right title yes uh so that that is currently in development and on the way um curious about anything else that you'd like to mention creatively that has your attention at the moment and then uh also web spaces spaces where people can connect and and learn more and follow along so i have a few things that are i hope are slated for 2024 um the first one is uh, a graphic novel called nothing makes sense which is mm -hmm. coming out from new friday comics um which is again is a bit of an, another bit of a departure from the, my 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 normal work. Uh, it's a bit of a more of a, a gritty kind of crime, almost but almost like a slice of life crime story. So uh, I'm I'm pretty excited about that coming out. That's something that's uh, that's an idea that's been in my head for a long time as well. And I have two books coming out from Scout Comics, and they may not see publication in 24. They may be, may be looking more at 2025, but um, I have a book called Strange Case, mm -hmm. which is a, a, a take on Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Nice, nice. And uh, I have a, a, another book called Happy Land, uh, which is um, Vernon Smith and I uh, from, from Bigfoot Frankenstein. That's, that's our, our follow-up book. Um, so we'll be, we'll be putting in the work on that in, in 2024. And I mean, there's I always have a ton of stuff that I'm developing. So I've I, I've got three or four pitches that are pretty close to being ready to to show off. So um, those will be like first quarter of uh, of 2024. Trying to trying to land some stuff. My you know my my philosophy, I suppose, if I if I had one, it would be is that I want to try and have at least one thing published every year. Mm -hmm. you know like just that. to just to keep my uh just to keep my name my name out there so that people you know i don't want people to forget about me if, if they've even heard of me to begin with so 
Yeah, yeah. Well, um, great creative vision. And I remembered what I was going to say, which is happy creative anniversary, uh, being the 10 oh, year. Thank you. Yeah, that's that's yeah. very cool. And glad to hear that you're continuing to kind of keep the the creativity churning. And it sounds like uh, stories are on the way for some time to come. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. As long as, you know, I, as long as I can find homes for some of this stuff. And you know what? Some of it feels a lot more mature almost, you know what I mean? Like, uh, like the, I've, I've had some, some growth as a writer in the last 10 years, which is good. Uh, I'd hate to have stayed stagnant for all that time, but right. Um, yeah. Some of it feels like maybe I, you know, leveled up a little bit. So uh, I'm, I'm excited about what's, what's coming. Um, and in terms of where you can find me, I mean, I'm on Facebook, uh, Instagram, Twitter, I refuse to call it X. So, uh, you know, <laughs> you can, you can find me there. I post some random stuff, you know, covers and, 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 and the odd uh, page from stuff that I'm working on, new stuff that's coming up. So yeah, there's always a little sneak peeks uh, happening on my social media. Nice. Nice. All right. Well, I'll be sure to, uh, to link the Facebook and the, the connections there and, uh, Mark, I appreciate the time. Anything that we've missed in the talk through that you want to make sure to share uh, before we close out? No, I just I, I really appreciate you having me on. And, uh, I, you know, uh, I, I do like to talk about my work because I sometimes feel like, you know, in the independent comic, you know, world that I that I exist in, uh, promotion is hard. Marketing is hard. You know, trying to get your stuff out there is is hard. So anytime you have the opportunity to I have anytime I have the opportunity to talk about my work and, you know, hopefully point some new eyes at it. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm always really happy to do it. So I, yeah, I, I, yeah, I really appreciate you having me on. Oh, my pleasure. Any, anytime. Um, if you want to come back to talk about um, the work for Scout or uh, other pieces, glad to, to talk with you anytime and share. That would be fantastic. Thanks very much. Yeah. Thank you. And uh, may the creating continue. May the, Creativeversaries um, stack up decade by decade and um, looking forward to talking again soon. All right. Perfect. Thanks very much, Jason. Thanks.